You'd be surprised how literally men that are 40 years old, they still don't know what they want. They're still not ready to commit. I don't think it's about not knowing what they want and not ready to commit. I think it's that you're going to come to a crossroads and understand the pros and cons to a relationship or a marriage. And you have to weigh the options. Like, does it benefit me or does it not benefit me? Clearly, it doesn't benefit a bunch of them because they can get anyone they want anytime. And it's not about that because that doesn't determine if they get women or don't get women. What is Did it you get what I'm saying? We're talking about strictly, is there a benefit to me getting married at all? Do you think men think there's no benefit to being married? A lot of them, it's actually worse if they get married. It's like a huge risk. Why? For the woman, she has the opportunity to get the kids automatically. She gets to have half of his earnings without having to earn what he earned or hustle what he hustled. They have the opportunity to be able to get alimony. They have the opportunity to own assets that they didn't work for. So what does this man benefit for if it doesn't work out? He actually loses. It's a I valid see. reason I to see. say. Why is it that people, when they're very adamant and passionate about the concept of love and the idea that we all have a special someone out there and that we should stop at nothing to have that someone in our lives, that when they run into somebody like me, it, it's a it's a very saddening and depressing feeling that they get, <laughs> and I don't I don't know why that is. I don't know why people get bothered when you tell them that hey, based on my life journey, I it, it's been better, much better, like drastically better when I'm not in a relationship than when I am in a relationship. There, there is this level of not accepting that as a truth. And and I always have to remind people when it comes to this conversation is that happiness is subjective. Like how you deem happiness is something that it's up to the individual. And I understand that there's people out there in their studies and all this to say that us being with other people makes us live longer or happier. And I agree with that to some extent, meaning that I can have a lot of interactions with people like I do now. and But it doesn't mean I have to live with somebody every day to have this fulfillment or this joy about where I'm at in life. But God forbid, man, you try to tell that to women. And, and it's interesting because when it comes to that topic of marriage, and it was interesting because I was, gonna, I was engaged just recently and I was okay with getting married again. I, think the, I thought this person showed me enough. I categorize myself as being agnostic when it comes to relationships, meaning I understand if you don't want to be with somebody and I understand if you do want to be with somebody. I don't think there's no right or wrong in that department. Like if you're happier as a person, if you feel more content being with somebody and sharing the journey of life for as much as you can with somebody by your side, awesome. I'm all for that too. But I'm not doing it at the detriment of my peace and tranquility. I'm not going, if it was like, you know, if you don't bring me peace into my life, if you don't allow myself to be me, which is just not very difficult because these podcasts always reflect on who I am as a person. Like when I am as a person, I tell people, just listen to my podcast. That's how I think. That's how I am every day. I'm easygoing. I'm chill. I have thoughts about everything and anything. I, look at that. That's my alarm. That's how early I got up. And 
I have thoughts about you know life and everything, and, and I'm cool. Like whatever you want to do, it doesn't bother me. I also have a rule in relationships that I tell people all the time. And and in this last one I had, it got lost in translation somewhere with the other person. And it's the idea of I'm not here to control. I'm not a controlling freak in any way, shape, or form. I'm more than willing to have a conversation. I'm more than willing to engage in something that, like, for example, if you feel I should dress better, okay, let's have a conversation about it. So, okay, and I could even come up with a compromise because I'm very good about that. I'm okay. If this is something that you value very much, what's the middle ground then? I have no problem. I have no, I don't have to live in this black and white world either or. It's a lot of nuance. So I understand that as well. But when you're going into it, like what I wanted to finish my thought was, I tell people, I don't, I'm not going to control you, but I don't need you to control me. So if you are in your head thinking that you don't like the way I do things around the house, you don't like the way I do co-parenting, you don't like my relationship with my ex-wife that I haven't, you know, we haven't been together in any way, shape or form for the past 10 years. If that's something that still bothers you and it's something that you cannot digest and be accepting with because you had a chaotic co-parenting experiences and you hate your fucking ex-husband, you know, and you are ready to kill him and, and hate everything about you can't be in the same room. I understand that. I get it. You know, I had that conversation and I had to tell people, look, your shit, I deal with shit and you deal with shit. It's just different colors. And if you don't, like, I understand that you may not like the dynamic of it. And you may not like certain things about what I'm experiencing in my co-parenting relationship. But guess what? That's none of your business. Just like it's none of my business what you and your co-parent does. As long as she's respecting you, as long as she's respecting the relationship that me and you have, I'm okay. He can't talk to you a certain way. He can't do anything that it's not pertaining to the confines of co-parenting. Don't attack her. Don't do anything stupid. That's that. I'm with that person now. But you see what I'm saying? Like I don't think it's a very complicated concept to digest. It isn't, but it, it's a very saddening thing because when people get into relationships, especially women, they have a fixation of how they want things to be. They do, and they don't speak about that. They kind of just go along. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Then six months into it, they think you need their help, and that's the thing that I would never understand about women. Like When you're at this age where I'm at, I've been alone long enough to cook for myself, clean for myself. Wash clothes for myself. Take care of my daughter by myself. Right now, it's on cruise control. Because remember, I already went through the 3 to you know, 12, 13 years old. Like I, I basically figured this whole shit out. Right? And that's the part that women want to come in. And and it's, they lose their self-worth, it seems like. It, it, and that's why I was telling this lady that she was telling me, I'm sorry that you know your experiences have made you not have any hope in relationships. And I'm so... It just disheartens me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't feel disheartened. I, I don't value my self-worth by marital status. I don't value my self-worth by being with somebody or this concept of dying alone. We all die alone. Uh, that's the sad reality. And I see. And, and when I speak this way, it, it, it bothers women. But I also understand it from their point of view. Listen, if I was a woman 
making $35,000, $40,000 a year. And the men in the field that are my age range, in the 40s and up, are making twice that amount, three times that amount. And they have a house or two. They have their shit in order. That It's like, what do I have to lose? As a woman, what do I have to lose to be connected to a guy that is able to provide for me? We're able to have experiences together. We're able to do these things. Like, what, what am I to lose? Right? And I know for you ladies saying, well, that's what a man's supposed to do. I'm like, I agree. I totally agree. But the problem is that the women are not giving what they're supposed to give in return. Because if you're wanting, I'm always going to say this. If you're wanting a man that wants to provide you a lifestyle and take care of you and give you that security blanket. You have to understand that you have to play some traditional things back. You may have to cook his favorite meal, even though you may not like eating meat. You may be a vegan, but you're going to have to learn how to cook that steak really fucking good. You know, you don't like, so you're not a big fan of sucking dick and swallowing. Okay, well, he likes that. He likes that a lot. You know, you can say no. Okay. Why, again, what's, he's giving you everything that you can have. From a financial perspective, he's providing for your house. He's providing for your security. He probably even helps you take care of your kids from a prior marriage. I'm talking about men at my age in the 40s and above. He's, He's paying for the trips. He's doing a lot of these things. And here you are like trying to tell him, no, I can't suck your dick the way you want it. I can't do it as much as you want. I can't cook that. I can't do any. I can't give you any back rubs. Like I... It's like we're not, the women, you're not playing traditional roles. So you can't expect traditional traits to be given to you. And God God forbid, you know, you try to tell that to women. They want it all. So it's a very challenging conversation because in their head, they have it ingrained that, okay, well, I'm a woman. You're supposed to take care of me. I'm a woman. You're supposed to do these things for me. And it's, it's like, I, I yeah, I, as a man, I, I want to take care of you. But are you going to take care of my needs too? Are you are you going to, there's certain things I don't want to do. I don't want to go to your events. I don't want to do certain things. I don't want to deal with your people, your circle of friends, or your family, whatever it is. Especially at this age, we're kind of on cruise control now. Been there, done that. But that that's a very weird thing for women to understand. And you're always running into this concept of like life is going to be better if you are with somebody. Eh. Eh. It it depends. I I can only speak for myself that my life has been much better, more peaceful, more autonomy. It's been a, a very good pace for me in life. Now, the funny thing about it is, okay, what if I die? Well, that's why you get insurance, elderly care insurance, if you're going to live here. That's why you make money. Like I said, guy, and you can have a nurse come over. Like I, I, you know, I talk to nurses all the time. I know one that is currently doing hospice care at home. She's getting paid, uh, I want to say, 40 bucks an hour to take care of a guy, check his vitals. He's like, uh, I want to say he was like 89 years old. Okay. You know, it, it's like, Women are just so fixated with this concept of when you're older, who's going to take care of you? 
then it's like, well, if you're a man that's got his ducks in a row, then you know, I think I think that problem can be solved with money. <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of your personality. And if my personality says, hey, I need peace and tranquility in my house. I don't need somebody that wants to be fucking fighting about shit or stressing out about everything because they're control freaks and the shit that they're stressing about is not a big fucking deal. It's like, why are you stressing about shit where in a year from now, you're not going to be stressing about that? And that that's, that's the thought process that go through my head when people are like, why are you so chill? You so this It's like, there's nothing I could do. If I worry about certain things I can't control, I can't worry about it. If I go to the doctors and give me bad news, I'm like, well, okay, that's what it is. I could do my research and try to fight it, but there's nothing I could do about it, you know? And I and I, I just wish that in the concept of women understanding like that, at this age, you got to bring something to the table. You can't, you can't just think that a man just wants to marry or doesn't want to marry because... They, they they don't they don't have any commitment issues. Like no, we do. It's just that we we have a trust issue. We we're divorced for a reason. We're not in a relationship for a reason, and we we get we get depleted. You know, at different levels of depletion, but you get depleted. And at the end of the day, in our society here in America, money is everything. Money, you have to make money. You you can't say money isn't everything, but it's a very very important thing. Is a very important thing because money has to be trumped over time with your kids, time in your relationship, because then you're not going to be able to live or have the lifestyle that you're currently experiencing if someone's not working for that money. Like, you know, I just looked at in Spain, they just approved something, the government, where they're allowing women to have menstrual days off. So if you have, you know, if you're a woman, you have endometriosis or so, you know something where you have really bad periods, you can stay home. And I understand that, but that's not the United States. United States is like, ah, okay, you know, we can't have that on a monthly occurrence because you're losing money. Everything is about money in the United States. That's capitalism for you. And if and, and that's where like women, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, and I don't understand how you can't think logically, understand, look, there's a trade-off to all of this. So if I'm providing all these things for you, which you expect me because if I couldn't do that for you, you wouldn't be with me in the first place. Right? Like if, if I don't have my own house, if I don't have my own car, if I don't have my own finances in order, if I didn't provide, you wouldn't even consider me. So... It's like you understanding that I'm bringing something to the table already because you prospected me in a, in a clear way. Why can't I have those same standards? Why can't I say, look, this is what I want in a relationship. And if you're not able to give me that, that's okay. I understand that past trauma doesn't allow you to go there anymore because you opened up that Pandora's box before and it bit you in the ass. I understand that. you know, But I'm not going to be the one paying for those sins of somebody in the past. Just like I don't have you, I give everyone, I don't leave with this, I, I, I give everyone a clear reset. I don't worry about what happened in their past because I understand the prior connection has nothing to do with the current one. It may do for them, but they, that's the work that that person has to do. But I remind the person, I'm not your past. I'm not that ex-husband that beat you up or talk shit to you. I, I don't have any hidden agendas. 
I'm alone for a reason because I want peace and tranquility. That's really what it is. If you're not bringing me peace and tranquility, and and if, if we're not exchanging our needs and wants, that the needs and wants that I I want to receive are not being given versus the ones that I'm giving to you, then it's not worth going into it. It's not. You hate to sound so business like, but at this stage, we're not 20 anymore. We're not trying to find somebody to raise a family and live happily ever after. We've been there. So, the the concept of the hopeless romantics it's it's a very fun it's a very fascinating one because they just believe love fixes all, like being with the right person fixes everything in life, and it makes it makes things much more happier and synchronized for sure. But there's other variables to it, and if you're not able to understand that, and you're not able to respect people's happiness for whatever their barometers are, then it's you're not understanding the meaning of life in my opinion. Give it time. This ain't in my body. Just look me in my eyes, man. Oh, you killing me softly. Now I'm in the class, nigga, upkey. Sweating that thing like Bobby.